We are joined right now by the head basketball coach at Creighton. He's in his 14th season. He has posted nine straight 21 seasons. He has made eight NCAA tournament appearances, including that elite eight run last year. The 2020 Big East Coach of the Year, the Blue Jays, 20-7 overall, 11-5 in conference play. They're ranked number 15 in the AP poll. They beat top-ranked UConn on Tuesday. Next up, St. John's on Sunday. We are joined by Greg McDermott. Greg, it's been a minute, but it's great to have you back on the show. Always good to talk to you. Greg, how are you? I'm doing great. It's awesome to be back with you. It's great to have you back. Thanks so much. So I know you've turned the page. I know you've moved on to St. John's, but Tuesday's dominant win over UConn was big on several levels. It was the 600th win of your coaching career and the first time in school history that Creighton's knocked off a top-ranked team. So how special was that win for you and your players? You know, it was an awesome night. The, the, uh, the arena was, you know, absolutely electric. Um, and, you know, the good news in Omaha is, you know, UConn's obviously a great team, but you know our fans come out to watch us play, not our opponent play. Uh, so you know it was a it was an incredible environment, and you know you you think about milestones. I think as a coach, more after you're probably finished, um, but it's it's kind of cool to have one of the numbers kind of hit on a on a you know historic game for our program and for our institution since we've never beaten a number one. So something that I'll never forget, and you know obviously our players that were involved. Um, we'll never forget it. We don't have many court storms around here because we've been pretty good. So uh, when that's the case, you don't have a lot of those at home. So it was fun for our student body as well. What a great point, Greg McDermott joining us. You know, you mentioned Omaha. I can remember, and I've told the story a number of times, but when I first syndicated this program in the early 90s, one of the first trips we made in, when we left California was to go to Omaha. I'd never been to Nebraska, and I was so blown away. And that's, of course, when Nebraska football was at its peak. But you mentioned Omaha. I think it's a great town. Can you speak for a moment about that fan base and how tight they are with the program and what they mean to you? Yeah, Jim, it's, it's an incredible sports town and, uh, you know, and, and really a state. And you mentioned Nebraska football and how well they're supported. Um, but, you know, the College World Series rolls in here every June, and it's and it's sold out, and it's Omaha supports it. We've hosted the, you know, the U.S. Olympic swim trials, and it's you know, everything's sold out. And, you know, we're averaging over 17,000 fans a game. Um, hmm. And and it, that's been the case the last, you know, really since we have got went into the Big East, we've been top five or six in the country in attendance every year. So we have a very educated fan base, a very passionate fan base. Um and, you know, we only have 4,000 undergraduate students, so it's not like there's 6,000 students that are part of that uh, 17,000. So, you know, we have a lot of people that are really invested in our program and that have helped us uh, continue to move our program forward. You know, obviously you have so much to do with that. It's such a great, great program. I love those numbers that you just pointed out, too. 17,000 a night on average with a student population of that is pretty amazing. You know, when you look at the team, Greg, it's a given that shots are not going to fall every single night, even for your most reliable go-to options. So that said, how much confidence does it give you knowing that you've got four guys averaging in double figures with your top three scores going over 17 per night? Yeah, you know, it's... uh... It's a heck of a luxury to have. And, you know, to have a guy like Ryan Kalkbrenner inside that we can establish at any time, uh, and we need to establish him even more often uh, when the outside shots aren't going. But, you know, Trey Alexander certainly, you know, can score in the mid-range, can get to the rim. Baylor Sharman uh, has been much the same uh, when three-point shots aren't going in. Uh, he's been terrific in other ways. And Stephen Ashworth, I think, is, is you know, his his growth since his time uh, transferring here from Utah State and getting a better feel for our system and our program and where his shots are coming from 
Uh, he's been much more aggressive, <laughs> excuse me, and that aggressiveness has not only led to opportunities for him, it's led to opportunities for his teammates. So, you know, those guys have been really solid, and, and then we've had great play from Mason Miller at times, Jason Green, Isaac Trout, uh, Francisco Farabella comes off the bench as a fifth-year senior, does a great job for us. So it, it's been an unbelievable group to coach. There's, uh, they really enjoy each other, and, uh, you know, as a result, we, haven't, we really haven't had a bad practice all year. Now, I was going to say, and I can tell how much you enjoy them. You mentioned the big fella that I was going to ask you about, Ryan Kalkbrenner. He, I mean, not only is he a fierce defender, winning back-to-back Big East Defensive Player of the Year awards. In fact, Shaka Smart of Marquette said he's, quote, one of the best defensive players I have ever coached against. End of quote. How much does that big dude change the flow of the game in the paint for you? Jimmy changes it a ton because, you know, the block shots show up in the stat sheet. What doesn't show up in the stat sheet is the shots that he changes and the shots that they decide not to take because he's there. Uh, so, you know, it, it, we're one of the best in the country at defending at the rim, and obviously he has a, he has a huge part in that. But his, his ability to understand when to leave his feet, when to stand the ground, um, you know, I can count on one hand in four years the amount of times he's been in foul trouble. He does all of it in a very intelligent way and, and doesn't put himself in positions uh, where he's out of position. So he, he's been uh, an incredible young man to coach, and, um, went through the NBA draft process a year ago and was committed when he decided to come back. Like, if I'm going to come back, I want to get better. And uh, he certainly worked hard to do that. All right, so you're getting ready. Before I let you go, you're getting ready to face St. John's Sunday at MSG. Quite a week for our guy Rick Patino, who I love. But after losing to Seton Hall, he bemoaned the fact that his team lacked toughness and athleticism and didn't move well laterally. He later apologized for all of it. When you, when you look at them on film, what do you see? Yeah, I still see it. Pretty pretty good basketball team, and we were re- we were very fortunate to beat them at home in January. We we trailed much of that second half. We're down as many as nine points with about eight minutes left, and, and came back and we're fortunate to win at the end. So, you know, any any team that has Coach Patino on the end of the bench, you know, he's forgotten more basketball than than I'll ever know. Um, is going to be a good basketball team, and and uh, you know the, their full court pressure, the way that he wants to play and try to disrupt the game, um, you know, with with their pressure. Uh, is you know something we have to get ready for moving in into Sunday in the Garden and you know obviously a national TV game and an important game for them as they try to stay in the NCAA tournament mix and as we get closer to March we're trying to position ourselves the best that we possibly can. Hey Greg, I know you can multitask, but if you're going to break out in song for me, like when that keyboard came out there right there, I thought we were going to have a moment. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't have much going on. That's just uh, that's a phone ring that I haven't figured out how to change yet. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> All right, really quickly, so I've always liked Rick. I still like Rick. What's it like having him back in the Big East? It's awesome. Uh, you know, to have someone that has accomplished what Coach Patino has in his career uh, back in our league, it, it just it, it just adds more cachet to our league. Uh, you know, he's. He's going to turn St. John's into a winner. I don't think there's any question in anybody's mind. And I, I think it's healthy for the Big East Conference when St. John's is good. And, uh, you know, I think Ed Cooley's going to do the same thing at Georgetown. And, you know, the rest of us, obviously, there's great coaches throughout this league all over the place as you, as you look at uh, the roster of coaches we have in this conference. But um, you know, those teams have not been NCAA tournament teams, at least recently. Uh, and when it gets back to that, I think, I think it just makes for an incredible league in the Big East. 
And those who have been around long enough, you and I are the same age, but I remember <laughs> back in the day what the Big East was like. Basketball fans remember it was something else. So I agree with you. It's good to have those guys back. Greg McDermott joining us. They're having another big year. They're 20 and 7. They're 11 and 5. They're number 15, and they've got a big game coming up this weekend. Greg, really appreciate you. Thanks for, so much for showing up the way you do, and it's great to have you back on the show. Always good to catch up, Jim. Thank you. You too. Appreciate you, coach. Thank you very much. There's a class act right there. What a great job he's done there. 17000 a night at Creighton. Ranked in the top 15. Coming off a huge win over UConn. And that's a great night. You beat the number one team for the first time in program history. And you do it on a night when your coach gets his 600th career win. So if Creighton fans want to jump up in here, go ahead and do it. 